listener production. Coffee for one, through your headphones whenever you feel like it. Even in the afternoon or after dinner. Say it again, it keeps me awake. It's Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Happy birthday <laughs> to you. Yeah. How old am I turning? Happy birthday to you. I think you're three years younger than me, so maybe 35. That's true. Getting the oh, big 3-5 today. Mm. You're officially middle-aged. You I was. Suck. Until today, I was early 30s. <laughs> oh, no. Mwah. Kiss that one. Oh, Goodbye. Oh, my God, dude. Yeah. It's tough, isn't it? Hey, lying in bed this morning, I bet, just staring at the ceiling. Ceiling? God. Oh, in this economy? <laughs> no. Well, thank you for the well wishes. That's very, very kind of you. Well, no, it doesn't stop there, mate. I thought I'd give you a little prezzy, okay? Now, what? it's not a physical prezzy. Bron and I have been putting our chins together, having a little think, and... Wait, did you... Bron, did you buy him the the thing? No, you didn't reply back to me. Okay, okay. <laughs> well, look, to be fair, Bron, Bron, did, Bron did put forward... Left you a, on red for my birthday present. Bron put... No, I did I did think it was a good idea, but um, Bron put forward... A, Emphasis on from, me, think. <laughs> ...from online a little electronic earwax remover, which I thought would be a nice present. That would but, be handy. Um, which Bron, you know, very smartly thought it would be a good present. But I would like... On my dime, thank you very much, mm. to fly you up to Brisbane, come and stay the night, couple of, couple of days at old Bris Vegas, Casa Del Ocons. Mm. We can maybe even go and see the trivia team that we Our trivia team? Own. Yeah. And we can play a little bit of trivia. <gasps> you can stay at my place. I'm very sorry. Uh, it's my <laughs> fault. I'll buy your tickets whenever you want. You name it, I'll buy them. And will you write in your diary, Daiso in town? I will. <laughs> and I'll put it in pink this time so I know that it, it means business. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. Well, that's very kind of you, Matt. I look forward to doing that one. And um, thank you very much for joining us today on All Day Breakfast. It should be a big birthday show. What do we got? Candles, cakes, songs... Exaltations. Nothing about you, mate. We got oh. stories, stories, stories. We got a mind blown. We've got, I tell you what, there's something happening to do with the deep seas. Bit of morning tea for you this Thursday morning. It's going to be a very fun episode. Hope you're having a good one. Let's dive right in, hey? Pun intended. This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex, all day breakfast. Matt, you're psychic. I am sometimes, mostly revolving around people's pregnancies. Please refer to episode <laughs> regarding my prediction of Sylvia Jeffries' uh, pregnancy at the Logies. You said you had a dream that I was pregnant. Mm -hmm. And as we were standing there in that lift, I was six weeks pregnant. Didn't one of the um, Travis Barker's Kardashian girlfriend... Didn't she announce she was pregnant, Bron? Courtney. <clears throat> sorry, yes. Courtney Kardashian announced she was pregnant on the weekend. Get any read on that? I didn't have a uh, connection to that, no. <laughs> um, I, I didn't have a dream about that. But um, I, I saw that she announced it in some weird way. Did she hold up a sign somewhere? She held up a sign at a Blink-182 concert and it said, Travis, I'm pregnant, which was... A call back to, I think, all the small things video clips. That's right. Uh, right. Oh, I remember watching that on Rage Surely back in the day. Surely that's, that's absolutely got to be a, a, a PR stunt, right? Like she would have had to tell him earlier than that. Yeah. Okay, good. I just wanted to be sure. 
I just oh. want to be sure. No, you I'm know just what? Bringing up because my my sister went and saw a psychic recently. <gasps> oh. I did try and direct it to you, Matt, but you yeah, know. that's why she came around. Okay, interesting. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I can't I don't see anything. She had um, said it was a really great chat. Some amazing things were said, but most amazing thing to me at the end was um, the fact that it, as they were sort of leaving, I think the psychic said, "You like going out on boats or like going outdoors?" She's like, oh, yeah, don't mind that. It's like, well, it's just my son goes out fishing. I reckon you guys, you guys get along. Wait, what? <laughs> Sorry. And because my her and her friend went to the psychic as well, just before and after each other, me and my sister's friends. And so it's like, yeah, bo- both of you, you'd be, it might be, I'll, I'll let him know. You could both go, you both go fishing with him in a few weekends. So last week, last weekend, my sister went fishing with the psychic son. Are you kidding me? <laughs> This is one of the wildest intro stories I've ever heard. Yeah, well, I just think that that term, fishing with the psychic sun, it's like a song or it's like a novel or a movie. The, the title of a movie, it's a title. Was that part of her prediction? Well, it's very easy to predict something if you suggest something. <laughs> yeah. Very easy to predict. But I guess a lot of people make a psychic a lot where you say to someone like, you know, you'd really like my mate or you'd get along with this person or you'd get along with that. that that's us being a little bit psychic. Mm. But have you mm. ever been like, have you ever been set up with like on a friend date or something like that before? No, but I mean, you know, there was an episode of the other guy, which, um, Harry Adai's character. What's, I haven't watched it. What's that show? This is a show that I wrote and, um, ah. created and starred in based on a award-winning stand-up show that I did of the same name. Stevie gets hit on by the pharmacist when she's buying the morning after pill. Ah. Which is very much based on a true story. <laughs> really? So, yes. <laughs> oh, whoa. That's bold. <laughs> yeah, well, it's up there. It's up there in one of the unique ways yeah. where people are really shooting their shot. Because this, this psychic has obviously gone, you know what? I could see you at my Christmas. Mm. That's what the psychic said to, about your sister. Basically. The psychic's gone, I could live with you. For the rest, of, I could move into your granny flat. That's basically what she said. Look, I don't think it was a date because it was both of them. Both my sister and her friend went out on the boat on the high seas. That's even worse. She's gone. You know what? Either of you two would be okay for this guy. He's obviously struggling. It was a, like a romantic thing. I don't think it was. My sister didn't know. Anyway, it's out having a having a good old time. But um, yeah, I thought it'd be interesting. Like, when have you been like hooked up to hang out with your mates? When have you had a blind date? I guess it's not that blind if it's psychic, though. No, because they've seen, they've got the third eye. It's even less blind. They've seen more than the normal. <laughs> that's it. Third eye blind. That's where, that, that's where the band name comes from. Third eye blind date. So, so wait, so she went on the sort of, it wasn't a date, whatever it was. No, it was just a fishing trip. There was other people on the boat. It wasn't just him and the two of them. He's a group of friends that go out on the boat and they went fishing and they threw a line and showed them how to do it and like blah, 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 absolutely freezing, come back and it's like, yeah, that was my, that was my Saturday. <laughs> oh my God. To be young and free. Fishing with the psychic son. I just like saying it. You know, I just really like saying that sentence. But I think there's something in adults trying to meddle in their kids' social lives mm. where they'll say, oh, here's a picture of my daughter. You'd get, really, you'd get along really well with my niece. You know, those kind of things. Have you been to the receiving end of that before? No, I haven't, but we're trying to do it to my... No, I shouldn't say it. <laughs> what? You what? 
Nothing, mate. <laughs> Nothing at all. But uh, look, let's just say I do have a relative mm. that there's a few of us going, hmm. Wonder if there's anyone in our circles, in our worlds, that uh, could, you know, might like to meet you. Well, we asked you about intergenerational setups. Chase sent us a text saying, my best gal and I set up our mums as best friends. They now travel the world together on girls' trips. Oh, I feel like that is a Helen Mirren (laughs) and Laura Linney movie. Um, Madeline got in touch with us, said, my dad and his mum worked together and set us up. We got married in, or we get married in August. That's very nice, Madeline. The old work colleagues setting up the kiddies. That's the life. Do you reckon they were doing it though? No. Like the parents were doing it and then they're like, you should, we got kids that, no. Well, the parents maybe had partners at home already and then. Ah, yep. No, fair call, fair call. Yeah. Fair call. Yeah. Um, Michael is also with us. G'day, Michael. Just wondering. G'day, guys. How are you going? Really good. good. Thank Thanks, you. You've got Michael. an intergenerational setup story. I do. So uh, I was actually set up uh, with my now wife of 17 years. We've got three kids by her mum. Um, her mum was my local cross lotto lady. I used to visit regularly and we always had a chat and... Uh, one day she asked me about my, my current girlfriend and I said, oh, I don't have a girlfriend anymore. Do you know any single girls my age? Just sort of, you know, off yeah. the cuff. And she said, yeah, my daughter. <gasps> um, didn't think anything of it. Wrote my phone number on a cross lotto ticket of all things. It never expected to hear anything. Yeah. Text message a few days later. Uh, said, mum said I should text you. Gave her a call straight away, set up a date, and as they say, the rest is history. Wow, oh, that is incredible, Michael. So we've been together nearly 20 years, three kids. Yeah. And what sort of information? Like, is it just your daughter? Did you get a photo? Did you get the vital statistics I, that you get on these dating actually, profiles nowadays? I got absolutely nothing. It was, obviously, I rang her to arrange the date. I rocked mm. up at her house to pick her up. She opened the door, and I went, whoa, you look like your mother. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's incredible. Oh, well, congratulations, Michael. We're Really appreciate that one and what a great story. No worries. Thank you, guys. And as always, if you would like to get in touch with the show, we put a lot of these questions out on our Instagram, matt.and.alex. So feel free to peruse that one as you go about your day. And if you've got an answer, write it in. We'll give you a buzz. All right. On with the show. Alex Dyson, how would you feel if someone handed you $5 million? Jeez, I'd feel the pressure. Well, you know, like in a in a rucksack, or in like one of the like in two bags with a dollar sign on the fr- on the front of them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and you're standing on Park Lane on the corner <laughs> of Mayfair. Um, no, you just had five million dollars in your hands, and then yep. suddenly, what if it was taken away from you? I'd say, <laughs> thanks for being my crypto broker. I'll catch you later. <laughs> <laughs> It's been real, man. Oh, it's been a while <laughs> since I've opened my crypto wallet. A moth's flying out of it. <laughs> <laughs> I have better nightmares when I sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Why, what's so, going on? Who Who's given and then taken back five millies? Did you see uh, the drama? I mean, this is a bit of morning tea. Absolute drama that unfolded at the 65th Big Rock Blue Marlin Tournament in Moorhead City. No. Is this the equivalent of that tennis drama where the 
woman got disqualified for accidentally hitting the ball girl with the tennis ball? It's up there. Okay, so just over the past weekend. It's the fish version of that. So cop this. According to the WashingtonPost.com, the crew of the Sensation Boat took more than six hours to hook in a marlin. That weight, and look at it, you know, apologies to, uh, you know, animal lovers out there, people who are sensitive to this sort of stuff, okay? I wasn't doing it, I'm just reporting it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, apparently there are people who fish out there. And actually, you know what, before I get into the business of this, I was thinking about fishing people. You Mm. know how people used to make fun of guys on their social medias? On their Tinder profiles. Yeah, Tinder profiles are having a fish on the thingy. The more I think about it, the more I've realized that actually... What they're doing is a public service. They are that fish is is not more than just a no time wasters please. <laughs> I don't know what you mean. They're there saying this is who I am. Mm. I fish. <laughs> and I don't want to surprise you. Yeah. I don't want this to I'm not become here to play a games. talking point. Exactly. If, if you waste my time, <laughs> I know better than anyone. There's plenty of fish in the sea. See, look. Look at this. I found one. But I can find one of these. I can find one of you again. They're saying, I'm going to come home stinking of guts. There's going to be scales in the sink regularly. I I am going to be away for many weekends. That's what they're saying. And they are just letting you know front and center. All right. Let's move back so to this all my fishing, fishing tournament bros, that you're talking good about. Good on you. Move okay. Back. So this, this boat. Takes six hours to pull in this marlin that weighs six hundred and twenty pounds. Okay, mm. six twenty pounds in kg. Two hundred and eighty-one kilos. Mm-hmm. All right, it would have clinched the tournament. Won them five million dollars. Is that the prize, prize money, money for the biggest yep. fish in this tournament? Yeah. So you get a certain amount of prize money, appro- approximately four million dollars for winning the competition. This is Australian dollars. $4 million for winning the competition, and they would have won an extra $1 million for bringing in the year's first catch over 500 pounds. Okay? Righto. So here we go. So they reel it in. They've reeled it in. Everyone's like, you know, amazed. People are taking photos. Yeah, it's an incredible moment. This, this pick, whole yep. crew, there's about 15 people here. They're all just licking their lips mm-hmm. at five mil. Suddenly, there's a bit of conversation between the judges. There's bite marks on the fish. What do you mean, bite marks? Well, the MC then says, let's talk about the rules here for a second. It would appear that this fish has been bitten by a shark. Oh. So suddenly, then it comes down to the International Game Fish Association rules in which it says a fish is ineligible to win if there is mutilation to the fish. (laughs) prior to landing or boating the catch caused by anything could be caused by propellers uh, that remove or penetrate the flesh could be caused by mammals could be caused by sharks. And in this case, it is seemingly so that this bite, and I'm telling you, this bite is no bigger than a fist of this a little huge chunk, marlin, a little chunk out of the marlin. Yep. And they've gone up nah, disqualified $5 million down the gurgler. Wow. Wow. And I hope that shark had a bloody, <laughs> I hope they had a good meal. <laughs> Imagine that. Imagine getting qualified because a fish in the ocean got bitten by a shark. <laughs> it's 
Like, what are the odds? <laughs> also, what do they expect is going to happen to the fish? Like, it is also going to get eaten. Like, is if that anything, they don't want people to cheat. And like, if it looks like it's been a blemish, it could have been landed before, and they just chuck it on there, and they're like, it was already dead, and so they've got it in the water. I think so. I think they want to make sure that there's no way that it can be already dead or anything like that. Right. But also, if anything, you'd be like, guys, this fish would have even been heavier if the shark hadn't bitten it. Like, yeah. we <laughs> we should get more money. Yeah, goodness. So that's why they face disqualification, which, I mean, I'm not a fisherman. Are they appealing? I don't think there is any appealing. The, the rules are the rules, man. Jeez. What happens is, as well, these competitions, they use this rule because apparently some crews hit the fish with their boat. Oh, so, so it if you makes steer, it easier to land. So if you've got a fish, yeah, if you've got a fish yeah. and then suddenly they decide to steer their boat's propellers into it, which is awful, obviously. Right, to make it easier for them. Yes. So then they so then they realize they said like, no, you we can't we can't have that rule. Mm, we've got to kill them a different way, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> we've got to have we've got to do it a humane way. By hooking them in their mouth and letting them fight suffer. for six hours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good on them. The fish, the fish probably said to the shark, Oi, mate, can you just put me out of my misery here, please? Just come up and just bite me. I want to let these jokers win their money. Anyway, um, it's an interesting one. Interesting disqualification, fish mutilation. Um, we did ask you, what's the strangest reason you've been disqualified from something? Matt got in touch and said, walking like Ace Ventura during a sporting event, 1500 meter walk. It was because my two feet got airborne during it. At least I got a laugh. So Ace Ventura, like with a head going side to side sort of thing, like that. The old tiptoey style, I can imagine. I got disqualified from a walk one time at Little Aths. I cried. Johnny, I won an 800 metre race at school. Got disqualified for not wearing shoes. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> you should, should get a bonus for that, Johnny. Maybe a shark ate his shoes. That would have been the double whammy. <laughs> They're really rough. Uh, well, look, thank you for getting in touch. This is right now, it's all day breakfast. And now it's time for Mind Alone. That's right, Matt O'Kine, the Fact Master General, coming in to blow our minds or our voice boxes as we groan into oblivion. G'day, Matt. Well, look, let's look to a article by the newdaily.com.au, which starts with the sentence, what do disgraced cycling champion Lance Armstrong, Bruce Willis's daughter Tallulah, and pro wrestler Ronda Rousey have in common? Wow. Can you answer this question, Dyson? So Bruce Willis's daughter, Lance, Lance Armstrong, Armstrong, and Ronda Rousey. And Ronda Rousey. They've all met Oprah? They have not met Oprah, but they've all met themselves on a reality TV show called Stars on Mars. Have you heard about this? <laughs> no. Well, you're about to hear a little bit more about it because we're looking at a little cross between Celebrity Get Me Out of Here and yeah. Big Brother. That is set on Mars. And where do you think this 30 plus degree red desert is? I think I'd do it in Australia. Cooper Pedy, my man. <laughs> wow, South Australia is going to be housing Tallulah Willis, Rhonda Rousey, 
And Buddy Lance Armstrong. I know, right? The tour down under probably doesn't go too far from Cooper Pete. That's outside of Adelaide, isn't it? Might well, have been look, there before. When someone brought up, because we're filming something at the moment, and someone's like, you know they're filming this thing called Stars on Mars in <laughs> Cooper Pete? And you go, no, I didn't. And also, why didn't anyone tell me that they were? <laughs> it's like zombie plane. I don't yeah. know how all of this weird stuff is going on behind our backs, and we're, not, we're none the wiser. That's pretty incredible. Who else is on the, on the show? Anyone else I'd know? Well, this is where the, um, the, uh, okay. The rubber hits the road. So there's a couple of names, which I'll just, I'll just call out. Okay. Natasha Liguero, who's a, um, US comedian, NFL star, Marshawn Lynch. Oh, Marshawn Lynch. Yeah. Beast mode. I think his nickname is. Okay. Said a few of his highlights. Ariel Winter. She was on Modern Family. As yes. That's oh, right. I the think middle I girl from Modern Ariel Family. Winter. That's it. Yep. There's a, there was like a clip I saw online where Ariel Winter, um, she mistook Lance Armstrong for Neil Armstrong and he's going, oh, around, <laughs> oh, no. and she was going around telling them like, oh my God, I can't believe they've got a real astronaut here. <laughs> well, I guess Neil would be on the brain because of the fact that it's a show <laughs> set in outer space, but oh, poor old Ariel, that's not going to edit up well for her. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> That's incredible, Brod. Okay, now those are the only names out of the list that I am f- fully familiar with. Oh, Christopher Mintz Plas, Plasse, Plasse. He's from a movie called Kick Ass. But it is being hosted by William Shatner. <laughs> well, he's big into space, old William Shatner. Yeah, now this is where the mind blowing comes in because. And I, I maybe we've even talked about it before on this show. And uh, but because I just I can't believe I've not heard this before. Is it how old William Shatner is? Do you know how old he is? He's like 86 or something. He's 92 years old. <laughs> <laughs> like, Hosted by a 92-year-old William Shatner. The, the William Shatner that you think you know in your head yeah. is the one that we all know. And he, that guy <laughs> looks like that and he is 92 years old. Mind. Honestly, cannot <laughs> believe. So he's 92 years old, <laughs> flying out to Australia. Can you imagine like <laughs> the ads for it <laughs> saying, choo choo, hot stars in the desert on Mars, <laughs> rocket, rocket, like this, like that. Like, you know, you got the Abby Chatfield on the new hot reality show like that. And then they show any other 92 year old host. <laughs> Hosted by this 92-year-old person. They're like, right? that's an interesting choice. It is incredible. If it's not like, you know, old people's home for four-year-olds or whatever that show is. If you're in England is. and it gets to like 25 degrees, they're locking 92-year-olds up. <laughs> and this like one's putting be- them up on Mars in Cooperpini. <laughs> they're begging them to be stay indoors. All right. Well, that's good. And it also re- invigorates my thought, Matt, that you and I should try and come up with a concept for a reality TV show. I think we should use the Brains Trust, try and pitch it to someone for sure. Stars on Mars. If, man, if it can happen in Cooperpedia, it can happen anywhere. Yeah, Martianing with the stars. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing stuff. Well, we also like getting your own mind blowns here on All Day Breakfast. Send them through. Matt.n.alex. Love hearing your voice as well, so make sure it's in a voice memo form. This week's mind-blowing fact comes from Kez. <laughs> Hey Matt and Alex, uh, it's Kez here from Murray Bridge, South Australia. I've got a mind-blowing fact for you and it's about the Mission Impossible thing. We all know that iconic 
dun, 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 dun. The guy who composed it actually based that riff off of the Morse code for M and I. So two dashes for M and two dots for I. Dun, 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 dun. Cheers, guys. Have a great day. What? That's pretty cool. I straight up can't believe that. That's too... <laughs> that that is, is too mind-blowing. Mind-blown? Yeah, you can see Tom Cruise jumping off a cliff from that explosion. Incredible work, Kez. I wonder if um Fred Durst was aware of that fact when uh, Limp Biscuit did the Mission Impossible 2 rework. Remember when that came out? Oh, I mean, I was hot on Limbiscuit at that stage, but I was probably too busy. I don't know why you to... want to hate me, because hey, there's all I've ever seen lately. Don't, I think don't, I was don't. too busy listening to chocolate starfish and the hot dog flavored water. What an album! <laughs> well, I think that's the end of the show. We'll finish up with our minds getting blown. Thank you so much for joining us on another Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. We can't wait to hang out with you again tomorrow. Until then, keep in touch at matt.n.alex on Instagram. Bye. Yep, remember the dots in our Insta handle? We've got a dash. We'll catch you later. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got something to add to the show? Slide into our DMs at matt.and.alex.